0: I'm going to let you into a secret. I really can't stand the phrase, follow your passion. It's used so much when talking about career change or life transformation, but I've never really liked it. What about you? Do you think it sounds a bit fluffy or idealistic? Does it make you roll your eyes when you hear how yet another person followed their passion and achieved great success? In today's episode, I'll share why I am banning the phrase from this podcast but I'll also give you clarity on why passion, harnessed in the right way, is essential in finding a career you love and ensuring you achieve those one-day dreams faster. Most importantly, I'll let you know the one decision you have to make before you can get started. There's so much to talk about, so let's dive in. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development, and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. Hello and welcome to this first episode. This podcast has been quite a while in the planning, so it's really exciting to be finally be recording, but I have to admit it's a little bit surreal. I'm generally used to speaking in front of a room of people or working with groups in my workshops or one-to-one with coaching clients, but I'm, I'm not generally used to sitting in a room by myself with a microphone talking to myself. So you'll have to bear with me, it's going to take a little bit of getting used to. Now today I want to talk about how essential passion is to a fulfilling, happy and successful career or business, and also share what is the first decision you need to make before you get started on your new journey. But before I do, I want to address something that really bugs me. Now I'm guessing you'll have heard the phrase, follow your passion many times maybe in a newspaper article about someone who followed their passion to start a new career and achieve great success. Or maybe you've heard about a friend of a friend who left their job to follow their passion to open, I don't know, um, a dog walking business while still continuing to freelance and has never been happier. But I don't know, whenever I hear the phrase, follow your passion, I inwardly wince or, or maybe it's cringe. To my ears, it seems idealistic and a bit fluffy. Like, where are you actually following it to? Are you abandoning control and letting your passion have free reign? Even the word follow itself is passive. Are you following behind rather than taking the lead? And when you've got responsibilities, personal, professional and financial, and look, let's face it, we all do, it's not always possible to put your belief in a passion and follow it to an unknown future. And it bugs me because... It does not seem like you can take it seriously and that really annoys me because your passion is so important but should not be followed blindly. The truth is none of the people in the situations I mentioned actually followed their passion. What they did was identify what their passion is, got clear on their purpose, created a strategy around it, made detailed plans, sorted out their finances, dealt with the many obstacles that came up and along with plenty of blood, sweat and tears made the life they wanted for themselves happen. Most importantly, they believed in themselves and they took action. And there is nothing flaky or fluffy in that. Which is why I call this podcast Powering Your Passion. There's no following that's going to be going on here. Powering Your Passion is about you taking action to find your passion, direct it to find a new career path, overcome the challenges, and make your ideal life happen but in a realistic, practical and planned way where you're in control. So I'm banning the phrase, follow your passion from this podcast from now on. Okay, rant over, I promise. I think you've got my point. So back to the main topic of this episode. Why am I going on about passion? What makes it so important and why should you find and work with yours? Before we get into that, get comfortable and let me tell you a story. Two people, Sam and Charlie, are taking part in a month-long endurance hike, which covers hundreds of kilometres over rough and challenging terrain. They're both raising money for a charity they care deeply about. They've been given the start and end points and the, of the hike, and they've been given a map of the checkpoints and places to stay en route. They have the same equipment, the same supplies, and are of a similar level of fitness. So basically starting off from the same position. The ultimate goal for them both is to hike the full distance and reach the final destination so their charities will get the money they raised. Sam, being a bit of a go-getter, sets off first. She's motivated and engaged and ready for the challenge and starts walking at a a really good pace. Now let me tell you a bit about Sam. She's very into exercise, she's very fit, but hiking is not really her favourite thing. She finds it a bit boring and monotonous. She really loves swimming, but knows that she can gain more sponsorship by doing this particular hike, because it's very popular. She gets into the daily routine and learns some tips and techniques from experienced hikers she meets along the way, and makes good progress, but she's really not enjoying it. Every day, she has to remind herself of why she's there, and the charity that would benefit to keep herself motivated. By the end of the second week, she finds her energy lowering and her mood with it. She's exhausted and has to drag herself out of bed each day. She becomes irritable and other hikers start leaving her to herself because she's just moaning a bit too much. She keeps herself going with fantasies of what she'll do after the challenge finishes and promises herself when she gets past the finish line, she'll never hike again. On the final day, she counts down the steps and the hours until what she sees as this trial is over. When she reaches the finish line, she cheers with everybody else, happy in the moment that she has achieved her goal and glad it's all over with, and takes herself off for a lovely swim which she's been promising herself. Meanwhile, Charlie, our other hiker, is having the time of his life. He loves the outdoors and hiking in particular. People have always called him a mountain goat as he's such a natural. He jumped at the chance to take part in the challenge, and even without the charity... To raise money for it, he'll probably have done it anyway. He started a bit later than Sam because he was enjoying getting to know the other hikers and relishing the excitement of the event. Now, although some parts are physically hard, as they were for Sam, and some days it's difficult to get up, he doesn't lose his motivation. He's always wanted to do this, so knew he would have to take the rough with the smooth. Two weeks in, he can hardly believe he's halfway through. Time has flown and days have merged into one another. As his energy remains high, his mind is buzzing and he's loads of ideas of how he can make the trip even better. He buoys up everyone around him with his enthusiasm and drive. And as the days grow to a close at the end of the hike, all he can think of is he wished it was longer. He has made so many great memories and just can't wait to share it all with his friends and family. As he crosses the finish line, a full day ahead of Sam, as some days he was so... Into the moment and the enjoyment of it all, he walked longer than was necessary. He's ecstatic to have achieved his goal and also elated to have had such an enriching and fulfilling experience on the way. Okay, so both Sam and Charlie achieved their vision of success. They'd met their goal in the, in the eyes of the world, they were happy with what they'd done. But although they went the same distance, they had totally different experiences. Who would you have rather been, Sam or Charlie? If the physical journey they took represents a career journey, would you rather spend your whole life working in something that can bring success in the eyes of the world, but you do not even love or like that much, always planning that one day you will do what you really love? Or would you prefer to do something that lights you up now, that you're naturally good at, and brings you happiness and fulfillment every day, as well as helping you reach your vision of success? In other words, to have a passion for what you do. Now, I want you to consider this. What if Sam and Charlie had an accident just before they reached the finish line? Who would have had the most regrets? Charlie, who had enjoyed a fantastic experience, or Sam, who had enjoyed it, always thinking of the end goal that actually never came? What regrets would you have if life stopped for you now? We just don't know what's around the corner. In my experience, life never really goes exactly to plan. So putting things off to later doesn't always work out. It makes more sense to enjoy what you do now and ideally make those bigger dreams happen earlier, or at the very least get started on them. Working with your passion is not just about reaching success, it's about how fulfilled, happy and motivated you are on the journey. And the quality of that journey will directly impact what you produce and the level of success you can ultimately achieve. Let's break down how working with your passion can help you. First, it brings you focus. So have you ever had a time where you're working on something and you suddenly notice it's got dark outside? Or you're hungry and realise you totally forgot lunch? That's definitely something I do. Um, I sometimes just stop and go, what time is it? And realise I haven't eaten. Another example could be when you move your muscles and they ache as you've not moved in some time and you have to have a stretch. You've been so intent on what you're doing that time has flown by. This is known as what's going into a flow state, where you're fully immersed in a feeling of energized focus. You're absorbed in the task and enjoyment in the process. When you're focused and in flow, you do your very best work. So you really want to aim to try and be in flow as much as possible. Passion also breeds creativity and, and innovation. This is because when you're doing something you're passionate about, you're in the main, free from stress and boredom, and your brain is happy and relaxed, which gives you that bit space to play with ideas, and they pop into your head, sometimes at the, the strangest time. A stressed mind finds it hard to be creative. There's far more bandwidth to innovate when you're in that feeling of flow, in that feeling of happiness and contentment with what you're doing. The next one is what I think, what I think is the, the best benefit of working with your passion. And that is when you're working with your passion, work doesn't feel like work. You enjoy what you do and you actually think, I can't believe someone was paying me to do this. When does the real work start? And I didn't really believe this um, until I actually left my corporate job. And I remember for the first few weeks of running my own business, I had this feeling of unease. I always felt like there was something else I should be doing. I, whenever I was sitting at my desk um, or with my laptop on the sofa or sitting in the garden, I just felt guilty all the time. And then I realized what that guilt was. It, I felt like I should be working. I should be, it had to be hard. It had to be, you know, pushing through difficulties and, and getting through that boredom. I was putting in the same, if not more, hours and I was working. I was working in my business, but I was enjoying it so much. It just really felt like I was cheating. And finally, passion gives you energy, motivation and resilience. And this is the, the the big one. This means you can go the extra mile to do more than is necessary to overcome your barriers and achieve your goals. So it's so important. Making a big change involves hard work and effort. And your passion will sustain you and keep you strong and will continue to drive you in your new career and life path even when challenges block your way. So think of sports people. They often talk about their passion for the sport, how passion has given them the resilience to put in the level of training that is required to reach the top. The potential of winning is not enough. It needs to be deeper than that. And that brings me to the discussion around passion and purpose and what comes first. I don't know if you've ever read anything on this debate before, but it's a bit like the chicken and the egg what comes first? Does passion come from purpose or purpose spring from passion? And I'm going to have a full episode on purpose. I'm not going to go into too much here. Obviously, both are important, but for me, passion was the game changer. And I can hand on heart say that pinning down my passion, understanding what was powering me, um, really helped me develop my strategy and plans And was the number one reason I was able to make the change from a corporate job to running my own business. I I have a really strong emotional purpose. Despite that, I struggled to put in the work to make the change. It was only when I found that passion that I was able to get through the late nights, early mornings and weekends working on my business plans while still holding down a full time demanding job and doing all the commuting and everything that went with it when we used to commute. It was my passion that buoyed me up when I doubted myself and motivated me when things went off track. It also helped me shape the business I wanted to have and has led to the fulfillment and happiness I've now achieved. Steve Jobs, the former CEO of Apple, if I need to introduce him, said in his now famous Stanford speech of 2005, your work is going to fill a large part of your life. And the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work, and the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking. Now, I would go a step further. I think to do great work, you also need the motivation, creativity, enthusiasm, energy, resilience, and drive that working with your passion brings you. So you get the idea. Working with your passion has some great advantages. But I have a big caveat here, and that is passion alone is not enough. It needs to be directed and given structure to harness it and and ensure it doesn't burn out wildly out of control or burn out and take you with it. Just think, going back to our friend Charlie, if he'd had no destination, no map or plan, maybe not having any support or equipment he needed, he may still have had a great time but may not have completed the challenge, made money for the charity, or even found the same level of fulfillment. So when you find your passion, which has the strength to fuel your journey to success, the work then starts to be clear on your map, your route plan, your tools and support you need, and your ultimate destination. And believe me, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I'm not going to lie and say it's easy. As the saying goes, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. This episode was recorded in June 2021, while the world is still going through the global pandemic. And during the time of lockdown, we've all in some way reevaluated our lives and considered if when normal life returns, we want to continue as we are. It's been a reality check on a global scale. We have realised that things we took for granted, like hugging our friends and family or travelling to distant places, anywhere we want in the world, or simply going outside, are a gift. We do know that after the pandemic, the world would not be the same as it was in January 2020. Times are really changing. So if you decided you want things to be different, you want to make a change in your career path, however big or small, and in consequence your life, there is no better time than right now. So how can you get started? Now I'm going to keep it really simple here and ask you to make just one important decision. Decide you are committed to take action, to start making the change in your career and life direction now. I know, it seems really simple, but just thinking it in your head is really not enough. I've seen it so many times, and I have to confess being guilty of it myself. Instead of taking action, you instead go and listen to all the podcasts, read all the books, and go to all the courses, but don't actually move any closer to your goal. Now, I'm not saying it's not important to be prepared, and that's a big part of what I'm going to be talking about in this podcast, but you can't let the preparation and the the learning before you start to stop you from actually getting started and taking action. So how you do that is to make yourself accountable. So share the decision with friends, or if you're not able to do that just yet, then share the decision with one friend or one loved one. You don't have to know the exact how, when and why just yet. The details can wait. Mark it in your calendar as the first day of your career and life change journey. Buy a new journal and write on day one as the day you made this decision to take control of your life. Have a celebratory glass of champagne or cocktail or lemonade or whatever you like to drink. Make a moment of it because this is a big deal. You're promising yourself that this is real. This is really happening and the recognition of that is really powerful. Let me tell you about when I celebrated my decision to change my life. I remember it really clearly. It was a midsummer's day, and I think I was lying on a sun lounger in the garden in France. Um, My mum lives over there, so I was visiting her. I'd had a pretty difficult year. I was feeling really unfulfilled and bored at work. I'd had some health issues and was feeling like I was wasting my life, which, you know, for people who know me, you know, I always promised myself that I'd never do that. And that's for reasons that I will tell you at another time. But it goes back to my purpose in life and that one of the things was I, I wasn't going to waste it. And I was talking to my mum about looking for a new job, potentially buying a new house, maybe working abroad. My mind was literally whirring with potential ideas of how to get myself out of the rut I was in. My mum listened to me jabbering on without commenting. And then she just said, Out of everything you said, putting obstacles aside, what is the one thing you want most? And I thought for a moment, but instinctively knew the answer. The one thing I wanted to do was leave my corporate career. But up to that point, I hadn't really thought it was possible, but I knew that's what I wanted to do. And she said, Then you need to do it. And I said, Okay, I will. And I felt excited, like a weight had lifted off my shoulders. It was crazy. I had a mortgage and loans and other obstacles to face. And I wasn't even sure which direction I'd take. But I felt something shift inside me. I felt empowered. My mind was clear. And I knew I was taking control and no longer doing what I thought I should do, but doing what I wanted to do. It made a huge difference. But we celebrated the moment poured some gin and tonics, and toasted my decision in the sunshine. And although it was another 18 months or so before I completed all I needed to do to actually make my leap, that moment was truly pivotal. It became a milestone and a starting point to my new life, which I'll always remember. So I want you to create your moment that matters. By celebrating your start, making it official, you're declaring you're ready and willing to put in the work to keep your mind open to new ideas and potential and take action so step by step you get closer to making your dream a reality. And I for one I'm really looking forward to giving you all the tools, strategies, plans, motivation and inspiration you need to support you empowering your passion. Thank you so much for listening. And if you would like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher. Or if you're new to podcasts, go to my website, nicolohara.com forward slash podcast, where you'll find instructions on what to do. Join me in the next episode. And remember, everyone deserves to live their passion. So get started. This is your time.